Good day to you. This is Frank Shelton. Blessed to be with you on another leadership podcast. Today we're talking Leadership 126. Love sharing truths with you that I've learned along the way. And uh, I just pray that they're a blessing to you. Today I want to talk to you about the power of one. You know, it's been said to the world, you may just be one person, but to one person, you may be the world. Um, Number two, someone asked Mother Teresa after spending three or four days with her in Calcutta, India. They said, Mother Teresa, I wouldn't do what you do for a million dollars. She laughed. She goes, I wouldn't do it for a million dollars either. I do it for God and because it's the right thing to do. Number three, I want to encourage you too often, whether you run a business or you work for an agency, whether you're an entrepreneur or an employee, either way, too often we think because the world is so big and I seem so small, why not even start? Well, that's a lie. I want to encourage you. The truth is people are dying to be inspired. People are dying to be utilized and people are dying for you to reach out to them. Um, I used to, on Fridays, there was a local senior center by my house. It's still there, and I would go in, and I'd sign in, and they'd say, who are you here to see? Well, number one, I didn't know anybody there. Number two, I didn't have any friends there. And three, when they asked who I was there to see, here I am at the junior college. I said, I'm here to see everybody. And what I would do is sign in, and I figured, because I was already there, So often, too many people go to just visit one. Well, I'm there. I started going to visit door number two, door number three, door number four. You know what I've learned? I went to inspire them, and the opposite happened. They all encouraged me. They lit up. They thought I lit up the room when I walked in. Actually, they touched my life. And uh, then I met a lot of dear friends. And sadly, some people leave those precious people to die, their own family, They may have foot the bill, but in a way, some of them got kicked out. And uh, so family is important. And uh, again, I've said it before, but the temptation is, is we can be successful professionally, but sometimes we're failing personally. And at the end of the day, family should be first. Um, I want to encourage you today just about the power of one. I'm going to give you two quick illustrations. I was a employee with the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association Dr. Graham was my hero. My dad protected many presidents, but when he retired, they asked him, Chief Shelton, who was the most influential man you met on earth, thinking he would say a president or political figure, maybe it was even the Pope when he came to Washington, maybe a professional athlete. Dad met Arnold Schwarzenegger. The interesting thing is he said, well, I'd have to say the two times I shook Billy Graham's hand. They were perplexed. They were confused. They were surprised. They said, so this preacher was the most influential man you met? And that's when dad graciously took him to school. He said, yeah, the man pastored 13 U.S. presidents. Number two, presidents come and go, but this guy was here to stay. Number three, he lived just shy of 100. He spoke in person in 185 countries. And this is a fact. If you add up all the rock and roll bands, the big ones, we'll go say from Leonard Skinner to Rolling Stones to the Beatles today, Garth Brooks, Britney Spears. He had the larger attendance crowd. Even at Yankee Stadium, the all-time attendance record is not Game 7 of a World Series when the Yankees played. 
It was when Billy Graham preached. How is that? Because that was the only time they would allow chairs on the infield. They almost worshipped the grass there. And when Billy Graham came to town, it was a capacity crowd. You promote God, God will promote you. I was in India when Billy Graham died. I was able to fly back and pay my respects in Washington. And the interesting thing is people were asking me what made Billy Graham special. Well, number one, this is for all leaders, whether you're a preacher or you're a president, whether you're a professor or you're a prime minister, pull up a chair. This is going to be for you. Number one, nothing but integrity. Billy Graham personified integrity. What you saw in public is what you got in private. He would actually go into a hotel room and he would not go in first. He would have an assistant go in. Then they would sweep it. They'd look under the bed. They would open up the closet. They would look behind the door. And then they would say, Dr. Graham, you're safe to go in. Some people would make fun of him. I was surprised that ministers would actually make fun of him. Remember this, jealousy is lousy. And number two, 99% of all criticism is rooted in jealousy. Number three, the same people that said he was antique, old-fashioned, and that was over the top. They're the same minister that actually fell in a scandal of their own. Do you have precautions set up? When Billy Graham came to time, it was almost like a presidential arrival. He had an advance team. He had an entourage. And uh, you have to, you know, today they make fun of Vice President Mike Pence because he adheres to the Billy Graham rule. He would never have lunch with another woman alone unless his wife was at the table with him. Uh, He would never meet one-on-one with someone of the opposite sex unless a male staffer was with him. You know, appearances can become reality. And uh, in this day where everybody has a cell phone and everyone has a built-in press secretary and everyone has a lawyer on speed dial, I want to encourage you not only to build margin in your calendar, but show wisdom in your surroundings. Um, the other thing, so not only was he nothing but integrity, he was nothing but humility. You can become irrelevant real fast if you believe all your own press clippings. Be humble. The higher you go, the lower we need to be. Deflect the praise. Give credit to the team. I was told if you don't take all the praise, you don't got to take all the criticism. But compliment your employees. Spread the wealth. You know, money is like manure. It stinks unless you spread it around. And so is this true is with praise. Number three, he was not only nothing but humility and integrity, he lived for eternity. He took the long look. He saw the big picture. And is the decision you make today going to help you or hurt you tomorrow? Is it going to honor your family or your brand or your business? Because a quick fix can become a big problem. So as I switch gears talking about Billy Graham, the crowd shots of him speaking to the masses used to inspire me. I saw him preach 13 times in person. I was in Charlotte, North Carolina, Erickson Stadium, home of the Carolina Panthers. I was there in the rain two nights when he spoke. I saw him speak in Raleigh, North Carolina. I saw him speak in Baltimore, Maryland. I saw him speak at the U.S. Capitol. I saw him speak in Atlanta, Georgia, in the Georgia Dome. I saw him at a couple venues. Uh, His largest ever crowd was 1.1 million people in Seoul, Korea. I met the interpreter that uh, was with Billy Graham that day on the platform. And the interesting thing is, yes, the masses used to inspire me. So when you see me today speak in front of 100,000 people in Nelson Mandela in Uganda, 
It's God's grace, but God gave me a vision, and I got a lot of it from Billy Graham. Again, leadership is caught more than taught. And I'm thankful for Chuck Balsamo graciously opening the door. Even back in high school, when I would daydream about writing speeches, I would pretend I was giving a speech, you know, at some major league stadium. If you don't see it before you see it, you'll never see it. So the masses used to inspire me. Then the pictures with him with the mighty used to inspire me. The man has pictures with 13 U.S. presidents, from Truman to Eisenhower to Kennedy to Richard Nixon to Gerald Ford, them golfing. Then, of course, with Ronald Reagan and Bush Sr. and Bill Clinton and George W. Bush and a picture of him and Barack Obama in a rocking chair. Then, of course, Donald Trump at his 95th birthday party. Here's another word. Billy Graham ministered to 13 presidents, but he knew 12 of them before they were president. He met them when they were governor, when U.S. senator. He met them when they were a congressman, a state senator. As they were climbing the ladder, he was climbing his ladder for God's glory. Build relationships. Don't burn bridges today because the guy or the gal that you discredit, as they climb, they may remember you. Were you rude or were you kind? I'm telling you, it is a privilege to be nice, but it's costly to be a jerk. So not only the mighty and the masses, but my favorite picture now is not him in packed stadiums and it wasn't him with presidents and dignitaries and celebrities. It's a picture not of the masses, not of the mighty, it's of a man. And Billy Graham was seen at a diner sharing the gospel with one man. The irony is that night, I believe he was speaking to 60,000 at a college football stadium But again, he reached the world because he didn't turn his back on individuals. A lot of people want the platform, but they don't like people. Imagine that. Or some people want the platform, but they won't pay the price. And if you think someone's just going to hand it to you, they're not. I like what Beth Moore said. Do not compromise or cheat or cut corners to get to the so-called top. Because if you get there prematurely or not honestly, You have 10,000 demons laughing at you, licking their lips, and excited that you got there early because they will devour you. And don't fake your way. Some people say fake it till you make it. Well, that's not quite true. I believe we need to be authentic and real out the gate uh, because if not, the bottom will fall out and then it's too late. Put that on a bumper sticker. So let me just wrap this up. The power of one. There was a story years ago of a man that retired. I believe it was in Ocean City, New Jersey. He could be found on the Atlantic Ocean on the shoreline every day picking up stranded starfish. He would scoop down, pick them up, and toss them one by one. There was a kid on summer vacation with mom and dad. He had his Walkman back in the day, the old headset cassette player, even before the CD era. And he kept seeing this guy Monday, called him again Tuesday, Wednesday. And this kid said, man, if this old man shows up Thursday, I'm going to ask him, what in the world is he doing? And sure enough, the retiree was out there tossing stranded starfish. And the teenager approached him, said, hey, man, I've been watching you for the last four days. I got to ask you, what in the world are you doing? What's your story? He said, son, these are stranded starfish. And if I don't toss them into the sea, the intense heat of the sun will bake them on the beach and they will die. Supposed to being compassionate, the teen looked at him and said, Mister, there got to be millions of stranded starfish and there has to be hundreds of beaches around the globe. Do you really think you're making any difference? 
Without missing a beat, the retiree picked up another starfish and threw it, picked up another one and threw it, and grabbed another stranded starfish and walked up to the teenager and with tears in his eyes said, young man, you're absolutely right. There are multiplied millions of stranded starfish, and yes, there are hundreds of beaches around the globe, and no, I can't reach them all. But as he picked up that last starfish and threw it towards the sea as it twirled in the summer sun, right before it splashed safely into the sea, the old man said, no, I can't reach them all. But to that stranded starfish, it will make all the difference. As you lead, lead well this week. I would encourage you to single out an employee, maybe if there's a single mother with tough times. Maybe you offer to surprise her and pay for their utility bill. Maybe to another you'll give a gift card to Outback or Longhorn Steakhouse or even $25 at Chick-fil-A. Everyone loves Chick-fil-A, just not on Sunday. Can I get an amen? It's doing the little things big. Maybe it's going up and just giving a fist bump or a high five or a handshake or maybe even a hug to that African-American, to that Asian, to that white one. Again, there's only one race. It's the human race. And encouragement goes a long ways. Don't be so stuck in your ivory tower in your penthouse that you treat others below you as if they live in the odd house. I want to encourage you today, just live large and uh, think of others. And they're not so small. There's power in one. My closing statement. To one person, you may be the world. Other people thinks in this world you're just one person. But what a world of difference one can make. Don't forget to subscribe to our post. Feel free to share this with others. And I look forward to seeing you next week on a new episode of the Leadership Podcast. I'm Frank Shelton. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter at Frank Shelton Jr. Love to come to your corporation, your community, your city, or your church. Faith-based events, frankshelton.com. And all the best 